I'm Katie. I'm Garrett. We started a podcast. And Against the odds. <laughs> we both have ADHD and we're diagnosed as adults. So we're tackling that late diagnosis and what that means for each of us every week. And we also take little side quests into things like the history of tarot and the history of Geraldo Rivera's mustache. Lots of side quests and um, rabbit holes. I think every week has different rabbit holes that we fall down. Yes. Um, and we are excellent at getting sidetracked. I think it's some may say professionals (laughs) (laughs) so if you also like getting sidetracked and want to laugh along with your two new best friends tune in every thursday to the bar is ankle high available on all platforms and follow us on instagram and facebook at the bar is ankle high Bye. these are your morning announcements The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss the Mighty Ducks. And any student who wishes to try out for the hockey team, please meet in Coach Bombay's office after school. Hi, welcome to the Retro Club. We're your hosts, John. And Megan. And we are not Wiggity Whack. I, no, I guess not. <laughs> I'm bringing that back, by the way. Wiggity Whack? Uh-huh. Not just Whack? Yeah, your style, Wiggity Whack. Your hairstyle, Wiggity Whack. Them kicks, Wiggity Whack. A fair amount of diggity. That's <laughs> <laughs> I want to start using that again. Yeah, no diggity, no doubt. No, that was a who wants to be a millionaire question. It's like, what? what's the line in this song? And it's uh, one of the answers was a fair amount of diggity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to start using that. <laughs> no diggity. <clears throat> um, well, I'm not sick anymore. I'm like... We had it just bad in our the household. The itty-bittiest cough left. If I start coughing, I apologize. I cannot kick it. I can kick it old school, but that's about it. Oh my God! What is with all these throwbacks? No, it's um, it's going in a circle, man. It was me, and then Jordan, and then you, and now my parents have it. I'm really hoping my sister doesn't get it. It's a circle of lies. You are so loud. Yeah, they move Anyway. Oh my God. Now we're not discussing Lion King today, but. We are discussing John, a Disney movie. A good Disney movie. A great Disney movie. Um, Came out right really, around that time. Yeah, I don't really have anything to catch up on this week. I think I'm ready to just jump right into the movie. I'd like to talk about the NFL real quick. Okay, go off. I I'm still I'm still there. I Two teams I said were going to the Super Bowl are still right in the hunt. It's going to be the Bengals and Niners. I, Try to call me out. I, I want somebody to do it. The playoffs are when I like uh, zone out after the regular games. I take a break. You're and then like Homer I'll, Simpson. I'll jump back in for the Super Bowl. <laughs> You're like Homer Simpson when he goes into the bushes. Yeah. He just, eh, <laughs> just. I'll show back forever. up for the Super Bowl though, even if I don't care who's playing. Which at this point, I'm not going to care who's playing, but I'll still watch it. Uh, yeah. It's just it's like been, a, it's been a great year for football. Something you got to do. Not I don't for me, know. But... <laughs> no. 
no, Raiders my team got is... knocked out. Yeah, I know, Meg. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Notre Dame didn't do hot, but they have a new coach, so it's going to take some rebuilding. At college level, yes. Yeah. Of course. If you don't know that, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that don't watch sports ball, I'm sorry. Any sport ball. I don't follow any of them. I don't care. I'll go to games. I'll watch them. They're entertaining. But oh. I I just hope everyone's having fun. <laughs> yeah, games live are great. Um, If that's all you have, then I don't really have anything else. Not, not really. Just the backlash from the Golden Globes. <laughs> that, too. I'm sick of the weather. I can't stand this. I'm sick of getting nice weather and then getting, having it tank and getting snow dropped on us and it's going to happen again. And just look. say you're sick of this pissy weather. I am. It is. It, the weather has sucked ass. I'll just say it for what it is. And now we're supposed to get snow mm-hmm. again, just dumped on us. It's God dumping on us. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're in the Midwest, <laughs> we are not having a good time. It's not even all of the Midwest. It's really just the northern states i guess because mm-hmm. you know, i've got about... uh friends in kentucky and tennessee who <laughs> it's not gonna hit them that i know of you know what i just thought of uh, i said god dumping on us what? remember the first time we were looking at the moon and i mm-hmm. said to you it was uh god's toenail yeah you laughed so hard at that when it was a crescent moon yeah <laughs> you call it god's toenail <laughs> <laughs> oh lord it's a well, hunter's moon Let's get into this movie, shall I'm ready. we? Now, we already said it is a Disney movie. It's a so very good Disney movie. Family friendly for the most part, but there is actually a lot of adult humor and some adult language in it. Not even really adult language. There's like really strong themes for stuff you'll deal with as an adult. Yeah, but as a kid, you don't see it from that perspective. You see it from the kid's point of view. But Not, not from the, the guy that's the main actor. As an, that's what I'm saying. As an adult, you see it. But as a kid, that's not really stuff you paid attention to. But today, we are going to be discussing the 1992 Mighty Ducks. Ooh. Which has Amazing. a couple of names. Yeah. Um, D1. It also was called Champions in overseas. Yeah, the UK. Uh huh. And then, like, the full name was D1, the Mighty Ducks of Champions or something. Yeah. I've also read the reason why they had to change it to the UK is because those people are so protective of ducks mm-hmm. that they didn't that they didn't want to have any kind of ties to it to where because they didn't know what the movie was until you know Disney oh. did, l- delivered it. Good. Because you know Disney, they'd be killing stuff off for no reason. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll give you a little synopsis here. How about that? I'm fine with that. Okay. I, this is probably coming from Wikipedia, is my guess. That's I don't fine. Know. <laughs> if it sucks, I'll, I'll give you a better one. Okay. It says, Ahem. I have something like I, like a hair on my nose. It's driving me nuts. I'm trying to get... I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. After reckless young lawyer Gordon Bombay gets arrested for drunk driving, he must coach a kid's hockey team for his community service. Uh, We'll get into that. Gordon has experience on the ice, but isn't eager to return to hockey, a point hit home by his tense dealings with his own former coach, Jack Riley. The reluctant Gordon eventually grows to appreciate his team, which includes promising young Charlie Conway and leads them to take on Riley's tough players. Mm, That's a good synopsis. That's not too bad. I, okay, I'll wait, I'll wait for a second until we get into the actual movie but this movie was released on october 2nd so Mm -hmm. um 
I was almost a year old. Wow, good for me. <laughs> oh, I guess you were, weren't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Directed by Stephen Herrick. Yes. I'm not real sure what else he's directed. I'm really bad with directors. What, Stephen Herrick? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I uh, guess... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <sighs> Critters. Has he... Oh, <laughs> he did the Three Musketeers movie. Yep, the Disney one. I see that. <laughs> oh, and that movie I always make fun of, Mr. Holland's Nopus. <laughs> Just I've never seen it. I've heard it, but... That's, a, that's more of like an inside joke. Oh, uh, okay. The, I love Critters and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, though. The budget for this movie was... It says $14 million, but then it also says $10 million. So I'm not 100% what's up with that. I'd probably go with the 14 They both say USD, so I... That's how you shows measure it, USD. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I don't know. The budget, let's say on the high end, it, it was $14 million. It actually grossed at the box office $50.8 million. Not so too roughly bad. roughly 51 Not too shabby. No, that's good money. That's Disney money for you. <laughs> yeah. This came out like in, well, the early 90s, so mm-hmm. kind of a, a little slope in movies. I, there was a lot of good stuff coming out early 90s, though, like 91, 92. I don't know about like, this time of year. Well, I don't know. Don't put me on the oh, spot. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I feel like that was a, a good time for Disney movies. The early 90s. Just the early 90s in general. Maybe. Like 90 to 95, maybe. That'd be a good year to look up. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the cast, though. We got Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> now, <coughs> let me ask a question because i was discussing this with my sister the other day is Mm -hmm. estevez his actual last name or is that a stage name no okay so sheen is the stage name yeah his dad he's named after his dad i thought his dad was martin sheen he's martin sheen but the original name is estevez okay and martin's original martin's stage name is sheen which is why charlie took sheen because he was worried he wouldn't get movie roles because he would have taken Estevez. And that was a really hard time during that time. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I was wondering because you had Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen. So I didn't know if Sheen was the family name and Estevez was the stage name or if Estevez was the family name and Sheen was the stage name. So yeah. that makes sense. But he yes. also has the name Emilio. So Charlie and Emilio are full brothers? Yeah. Same mom and dad? I think, I believe so. So weird. Anyway, Emilio... They look related. I... I would have to put them side by side. Just looking at them individually, All you have to I do don't is see watch, it. Uh, what's it, Men at Work? Uh, maybe. I'll watch it. I don't know. <laughs> Not a good movie. Not a great movie, but it's a movie. Anyway, Emilio plays Gordon Bombay, the coach. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them, the kids and stuff would go on to make names. I mean, not all of them, not even most of them, but <laughs> some of them would go on and do other movies. But really, the, Emilio is your biggest name in this, except for uh, Lane, Smith. Lane Smith, who plays Jack Riley. Yeah, he was in a lot of movies we liked growing up. Well, a he was in them. one of the ones we covered. He was yeah, son in, in Son in Law. And then Joshua Jackson plays Charlie Conway, who's kind of mm-hmm. your main kid. There's uh, you had ones that did other good stuff too, like Sean Weiss was in Heavyweights, which I love that movie. I've seen Eldon Henson, who plays Fulton, in mm-hmm. some stuff. Vincent LaRusso plays Adam Banks. Uh, just a couple of random kids on here. There's Garrett Ratliff Henson plays Guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, 
Matt Doherty plays yeah, Lester a- Averman, who annoys the crap out of me in this movie. His character <laughs> is so annoying. But uh, Fulton Reed, Eldon Henson, who you mentioned earlier, uh-huh. he was in um, the Marvel uh, Daredevil show. Oh, oh, like TV series? Well, Netflix series. Okay, well, that's what I meant. There, I feel like okay, if that's the movie. I remember him being in some like horror movie or thriller. It was <coughs> the butterfly effect. Yeah. Oh, Juicy, Jesse uh, Smollett. You know who he's famous for? Mm-mm. Who does he? Play? Are you serious? That? He's Terry Hall. He's the little the little Hall brother. Okay. You really not know what he's famous for? Is that Little Pete? No, that's Danny Tamborelli. Yeah. <laughs> But let me jump um, back to Jesse Smollett. He's the one that the MAGA hat got jumped at night. It never happened. Oh, I don't, I don't follow that. No. That's that dude. But uh, Danny Tamborelli is uh, Little Pete from Pete, The Adventures of Pete <laughs> and Pete. Uh, he has not a big part in this at all, actually. No. And then, yeah, really everyone else kind of just, there's. They're filler. Yeah, there's not a lot of people to name unfortunately but because it's mostly being, a kids right. a kids cast and if we're being fair they were there's a lot of people that were just on their way up mm-hmm. yeah but <coughs> that's all i really have as far as cast and synopsis and everything if we want to jump into the movie real quick was uh brandon quentin adams he played uh jesse hall he was in the sandlot okay what um I'd have to see him. Uh, I didn't go through the whole cast, so I I don't know. I'd have to look up that name and see. But sure, why not? Oh my God, why did that look like a uh, a Baldwin for a second? <laughs> One of these people look like a Baldwin. Oh, uh, then you had uh what's his name? Aaron Schwartz, who mm-hmm. played uh what was his name? Carp. Oh yeah. He was in The Adventures of Pete and Pete as a returning yes, guest. Yes, I remember And he him. was in Heavyweights. Okay. He was the main kid in Heavyweights. Yeah, I remember that. <coughs> anyway, whoa, is that him now? That's crazy. He, yeah, he's in phenomenal shape. Goodness. Anyway, that's all I have for cast and crew, <laughs> so we can just jump into the movie, I think. Let's hit it. Okay. So this movie starts off with... A lot of um, inner city kids, I think, that just can't play hockey. Meanwhile, (laughs) I mean, they like to play hockey, but they're not great at hockey. Yeah, it starts off like this really uh, like 90s thing where it's just like swipe, swipe. And then it's uh, into like a frame of what the movie's going to be about. Uh Uh-huh. And then you get like like visions of the hockey hockey stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it starts going into the movie. Well, because the same time you're kind of seeing these kids and getting introduced to them and their antics, you also get to see Gordon Bombay, who plays the lawyer. A very good lawyer at that. He's he's celebrating he? 30 and 0. Uh, yeah, 30 wins in uh, the courtroom. So he goes out for drinks, as you do. And, and he's put work first above everything else. Yeah, he's like really tight when it comes to work yes, and, and he'll do anything it takes to win cases mm-hmm. no nah, i mean you wouldn't call him a dirty lawyer would you or yes he just, okay <laughs> even everybody everybody that works in the firm and all that even consider him that okay well 
he goes out for drinks gets a little drinks a little bit too much and decides to drive and ends up getting pulled over and he's sentenced to community service which i don't know who this the who the judge is who made this call but <laughs> what kind of community service is like coach the this little league hockey team he, no he had to find something to do for his community service he mr. chose mr duck our ducksworth is the one that kind of led him into uh the coaching thing Oh, okay. Well, uh, Ducksworth is his boss at the firm. Yes. And really, he's the one who pushes him to do the... If I'm remembering right, that's exactly how the movie happens. Hmm. He has to have a community service to do. Uh, and Mr. Ducksworth, like, we got this going on. You could do that in the meantime. Because he tells him, they've been telling him for a bit that he needs to take a break. Yeah. He's too wrapped up in his work. He needs to worry about other things in his life. Well... I feel like he doesn't go about it the right way. Not so, at all. <laughs> these kids, for, first of all, these kids pull stupid pranks. Uh, I don't know. They're talking about the dog shit, aren't the you? The dog crap in the in the purse or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. the handbag, and faked him out with a dollar. <laughs> they, they tricked uh, just some passerby to pick up a bag because there was a, a dollar sticking out of it, and there ends up being dog poop in it. Yeah, awful. Like sitting there waiting for this dog to poop. <laughs> Who has the time? <laughs> Megan, what else is there to do in Minnesota? And then you get the classic. Uh, I don't understand what it was about the 90s and doing this because it also happened in Home Alone, which was late right. 90s, 80s or was that early night? I can't remember. It was 90. Was it 90? Okay. This is a couple of years earlier. I don't understand this montage thing. It's not even really a montage. Or where it's sped up. Where it's sped up and it's got that music playing the the classic music that yeah it reminds me of a Christmas story kind of Come on, yeah you guys mean it. and it's in up. Christmas story too which is not nineties but I don't understand that whole sped up chase scene that just it works happened. for kids movies yes um didn't it happen in oh what am I thinking of Little Rascals I'm sure it did yeah, that movie came I out a couple so. years after that yeah. Whatever. Anyway, the kids are pulling dumb pranks, and they like to play hockey, but they are bad at hockey. And Bombay shows up. They play for, what is it, District 5, and like all mm-hmm. all parents try to avoid it? Yeah. And even if their kids like live in that district, they uh, do everything they can to kind of maneuver around that. Yeah, it's like the, the reject <coughs> district. But Bombay ends up showing up drives on the ice in his limo (laughs) it's frozen it's not that frozen (laughs) it's minnesota of course it's frozen i mean they don't know that though yes what do you mean they don't know that (laughs) if you drive a car whatever anyway he even said it he's like it'll hold don't worry he drives his car out onto the ice and he's like hey kids you want to play for a hockey team? Like, I don't know. He's real sketchy about it. Like, he goes to reach into his coat, and they're like, ugh. Yeah, they thought he was mafia. <laughs> what is he about to do? Um, I don't know. Today, if some random dude just pulled up, he's like, hey, you kids want to play for a hockey team? <laughs> no, no. He tells them he's their new coach. He doesn't ask them if they want to play. He tells them that he's the new coach. Okay. Still, if someone were to drive up and like, hey, kids, I'm your new coach. <laughs> do you? Come on. You would run the other way. I guess it just depends. Like, if your team is that bad, you're kind of expecting another coach at any point. 
I mean, I wouldn't expect it from a dude pulling up in a limo, but I still... Can you imagine Jordan just out playing one day and some dude pulls up in a car and he's like, hey, you play for my team now. <laughs> kind of weird if it was just Jordan. <laughs> well, other kids playing. I don't know. Not Look, it was sketchy. I was not happy with, <laughs> with that scene. <laughs> he's like, surprise, I'm your coach. And then they all jump in the limo with him and start yeah. jacking with all his... T- these kids... <sighs> I want to say it's a different time because kids, it was. <laughs> all kids do that. Especially all. kids around that age. They were like <laughs> preteen. Mm, okay, all, whatever. Most of them were preteen. Whatever. These kids find out that they're now going to be playing for this sketchy dude in a limo. <laughs> and that's their <laughs> new coach. And they don't have any uh, equipment. They don't have uh, jerseys. No, no tutelage. No know-how. They've not really practiced. No, he kind of just like, they show up and he's like, okay, we're going to play now. This is, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's and just get it over with. They're insanely bad. Because he doesn't want to be there as much as they don't want to be there. Right. They, he's just doing this because he has to. It's court ordered. And the kids even told him, they're like, well, we suck, but I guess <laughs> if yeah, you want to. They, what they say? They just got rung up like 16 nothing or something. Oh, some it was bad. Whatever it was, it was. Yeah, it was terrible. So to no one's surprise, they get crushed. <laughs> and And then he even says they're not even gonna practice. He's gonna he'll meet them at the game. Oh, Bombay did? Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't want to, but then the thing what the kids don't know is that Bombay used to play hockey. And was a really good hockey player. A very good hockey player. He played for one of the best teams. But the problem with that team. He was the team, best player on the best team. The problem with that team is that they're very harsh and very strict with their rules. And he ended up choking in a, a tournament winning the game. Cha- the championship. Yeah, the championship game. And he chokes and he misses the shot and loses it for his team and his coach, which is <coughs> Jack Riley. Uh, it's he- really heartbreaking when they show this montage of what made him hate hockey because mm-hmm. he was so good at it. And he really played it to, for his dad that he lost at a young age. Yeah. But there is no reason to take a sport that serious because his coach just like rips him a new one and lets him know that he's a loser and that he sucks. And he says all these awful things to him. And well, the thing is, is like Riley, even during that day when they meet up, mm-hmm. the, all the banners hang from where they've had the district champions. Uh-huh. And there's one that says runner up for the sharks. Oh. And he says, I wish they'd take that one down. And then he starts talking about Fulton Banks. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's not as good as you were, but he wants it more. Right. All this all this time has passed, and Jack Riley is still coaching the Hawks, which lets you know that this dude has nothing going on in his life. Like, this is his life. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the coach of coaches, man. And Bombay finds out that he's got a coach beside him, and, of course, Riley is just tickled by this he thinks it's hilarious that the kid who choked is now coaching a team which is just like insult to injury at this point and so Bombay doesn't want to be there he doesn't want to coach this he but then I don't he ends up talking to oh I don't remember who he talks to some guy I don't know if it's a therapist or something and yes Hans Hans to him Hans was the guy that kind of took care of him when he was a kid because he lost his dad 
Well, that's, I didn't he know if he was like a... in his shop and all that. He owns the sports store. Okay. So I was totally wrong. <laughs> He's He went to his mentor. <laughs> yeah. That's a better word than his therapist. <laughs> well, he gave him good advice. He's like, you know, why don't you get back on, on the ice and find out why you loved it in the first place? Yeah. And so Bombay ends up going out and uh, has this awful, not awful, but he has a body double and it's obvious <laughs> while he's out there doing tricks and spins on the ice. And he re- he recalls back to when he would skate and his dad would coach him and he has this newfound love for the game. He's like, you know what? I'll give it a chance. It's, yeah. And he was a Gordie Howe fan, which, you know, one of the best of all time. That's why his dad called him Gordie. Oh. Because not only was his dad a fan of hockey, but his son was, he was on his way to becoming a pro hockey player. Like, everybody saw that coming from him Mm -hmm. at a young age. From the actual hockey player, not from Bombay, correct? No, no, Bombay. Oh, okay. uh, Everybody saw aspirations that he was going to be a pro hockey player. Okay. Well, he, he decides to give it another go, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to give these kids a chance. This is after he told those kids to do stuff like to cheat and fake injuries. Oh, yeah, ki- that's Because right. the parents flat pull the kids off the uh, team. Yeah, he... <coughs> the parents were super ticked that they're like, you're not teaching your kids anything. No. You're, you're a terrible coach. And I don't know, he, he has a change of heart and he decides to actually start practicing with these kids and training them and this practice mon this practice um segment that they do i really like when they go out to find more kids to play for the team yeah that's one of my favorite parts of the movie because there's just this real little guy danny tamborelli on the eyes uh-huh can't really do a whole lot but he he is tiny he, in and, this movie <laughs> yeah but he plays and he plays hard and then the sister has real talent but she's a figure skater don't they find like a set of siblings or twins or something to play like a brother uh, and sister? Can't remember. That's them. Is it that? Okay. Uh, but I just, I was laughing at this, the scene where he's actually trying to, <laughs> this is so awful. And see, this is the adult in me that I wouldn't have said this as a child, but there's one part, one of the kids is afraid of the goal. As the yeah, goalie, Goldberg. he keeps jumping out of the way and, and he like doesn't want to get hit by the puck and they're like, it's not that bad. So they literally oh, they strap him up, him up to the goal and start shooting shots at him. And he's scared at first and he's yelling, but then he's like, hey, this doesn't hurt. Give me more. And I said, uh-oh, new fetish unlocked. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> Why? He's all strapped up to this goal. A little <laughs> kid. You're, what's wrong with you? That's my, I, I just said, oh, <laughs> he's all strapped up to the goal. You didn't think that New not once. No. <laughs> no, but I don't think like having pucks shot at me is just like, oh my gosh, this is what I was talking about. There's something for Give everyone. More. He said it. He said, hey, this ain't that bad. <laughs> I think he's just proving his toughness. You're trying okay. to say it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there is something for everyone out there. I'm sure someone somewhere was like, uh-oh. Yeah, I can definitely scene. see somebody in their bedroom tied up to a goalpost having their significant other shoot shots at them. Whatever. Wait, actually, I could see that. <laughs> Never mind. Never Whatever mind. someone does consensually in their bedroom is, or outside their bedroom is yeah. a... Out in the driveway, because that's where most people play hockey. <laughs> that's their business. <laughs> 
Car. <laughs> as long as it's consensual, you know Game what? Game on. You do you. Game on. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, the <laughs> I, I got to get away from this. My face is getting hot. <laughs> Uh, some of the other training. It's going to be lit. Oh, no. <laughs> we will not be trying. <laughs> uh, one of the other uh, practice, whatever. The egg. Training is the eggs, which in this economy, my God. Well, in this economy, in that economy, you could just throw eggs everywhere. I know, but I watched them hit those eggs. And I said, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is awful. It's really cool because he's teaching them. Uh, touch with the puck I was going to say he does make a good point where it's you you send and you receive the egg it's not you're not coming to it let it come to you and yeah, and it's all about having control yeah handling and mm-hmm. stuff and that's you shouldn't break the egg you should be able to handle the egg and pass it back and forth without breaking it so I really like I did how, take that yeah. away I really liked Fulton Reed how he wanted to join the team was he just started shooting the freaking he just started shooting pucks at, at Bombay <laughs> yeah. because he has like that really killer shot. He is like the like Happy Gilmore of, of hockey. It's yeah. like what Happy Gilmore was to, to golf, he is to hockey, which is funny because Happy Gilmore was yeah, a, a hockey, hockey player, quote unquote hockey player <laughs> and ended up playing golf. And you know what, though? Uh, real talk. What did he shoot when they asked him what is that? Uh, what his on goal was he's like one of eight or something like that it was something terrible are you talking about fulton yeah are you talking about, okay i didn't know he had no accuracy about. but he could hit the crap out of the puck I, it was like one of five or one of it yeah something like that it was like yeah it was something terrible it wasn't great but he did people were scared of him because of his strength behind his hit yeah and that he comes, was he was built like a like a myth it comes into play later though because when they actually get to go into the games and put this stuff into to practice, they pull a, a play where they have Fulton go yeah, in. Yeah, the trick play. And all the kids jump out of the way because they think he's just going to hammer it in. And when the kids jump out of the way, he like slides it over to some other chick who just taps it in. And mm-hmm. <laughs> all the that was on the card when they played the Cardinals and they the team lost their mind because they're like, what? Because they expected this kid to just absolutely demolish one of them <laughs> with the that's puck. one of those movies where you get to see them gradually get better i like that in sports movies that's what i really like mm-hmm. when someone keeps working at it and you see them come uh become better yeah same with pro players like in real life like i like watching guys that are that build themselves into being a better player i mm-hmm. don't like when somebody's just like great out the gate because you know people are already calling them great before you ever saw them it gets boring watching them after right. a while because you know what to expect. Watching somebody develop is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And that's with these movies. If you're not into sports movies, it can be hard to watch this sometimes because it it's a lot of sports. You know, you get to watch them play the games and stuff, but you also get to learn life lessons. Yeah, very, very much. You can't have, you know, the kids start getting better. So there's got to be some t- sort of drama. Something's got to happen. And Hans... Hans gives them a message that was kind of big. He's like, they need to reroute the uh, the districts because technically, uh, banks mm-hmm. should be on your team. He's and Bombay looks at the map again. He's like, he's like, is that his area? And yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the authority about it and is like, 
uh, the kid has to be switched teams. Yeah. But little do we know, Mr. Duckworth happens to be friends with Banks's dad and the and coach for coach the Sharks. Uh, the Hawks. Or the Hawks. I'm sorry. I called them the Sharks, didn't I? Earlier Twice. you did. And yeah. That's, I didn't that's know. my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> okay. But Riley approaches Bombay at some point and he tells him, like, you can't just take this kid. And they have this back and forth. And, of course, the drama, the thing is, if there were just clear communication, none of this would have happened. Mm -hmm. But two of the kids on the Ducks overheard Bombay talking to Riley and he was being sarcastic. But he said, yeah, my team's a bunch of losers. They don't deserve to live, blah, 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 says all this stuff. And the kids overhear it and they're like, oh, he obviously means it and storms off miscommunication and Bombay even tries to tell them he's like that's not what I meant and they're like no we heard you we're not playing for you anymore and all the kids walk out and just as they're starting to hit their stride they have to forfeit their next game because all the kids walk out yeah and but they did get a lot of money out of Mr. Duckworth to come up with the new with the jerseys the pads the uniforms Mm -hmm. Bombay had a really good presentation about that we did, yeah, we did skip that because right before this happens, Ducksworth gives them the go-ahead to name the team. That's how they get the name of the Ducks. They go yeah. from District 5 to Ducks. They get their uniforms, and they feel like a real team. And now they have, like, this new sense of And the camaraderie. guy that was supposed to lead him into the right direction is the guy that hurt him the most. That's what sucks about that, like, throughout this whole movie. Right? No, Mr. Oh, Ducksworth. He even gives him the opportunity to come back. He's like, Gordon, we can make it happen. Uh, I don't want you coaching that team anymore. He's like, what do you mean? He's yeah. like, he's, and then Gordon goes into that little speech about, you know, how he's finding himself again mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to just live to, to work. Well, and he's like, you're the one who told me to learn teamwork and to learn to right. be, um, he doesn't say ethical, but to be, yeah. you know, <laughs> on the straight and narrow and Ducksworth is essentially telling him, yeah, forget I said all that. Like, yeah, he goes back on his word. You need to withdraw your protest and and this will all be fine. Yeah. And Bombay tells him, "Yeah, that's not going to happen." And then he gets he gets right in Riley's face and he says and tells him, "We'll see you in the playoffs." And it it comes down to his job, which is crazy. I understand he got this whole thing stems from him getting in trouble in the beginning of the movie for drunk driving. It really shouldn't play off of his work but i guess as a lawyer since he has Mm -hmm. this court order thing okay i guess it does never mind i'll i'll retract (laughs) what i was saying but he tells him he's like look you can either coach this team or you can lose your job like are you going to lose your job over a bunch of kids and a peewee team and he's like are you really going to fire me over a bunch of kids and a peewee team and he's like well i guess we'll box your stuff up then and he really loses his job over all this yeah it (sighs) They wanted him to, that, that was twice where they wanted him to buckle under pressure. You know, the pressure that he had to go find something to do with his community service and then buckling to come back when they felt he needed to come back because of how they wanted him to come back. Mm-hmm. But he he says he's not going to coach him anymore at first. And he's telling this to Charlie, which there's this whole like side romance thing going on between Bombay oh, and Charlie's, Charlie's mom. mom. And it's it's very he subtle. It. They don't talk about it a whole lot. But Charlie gets mad at him because he's like, you know, we believed in you. Even if the other kids say they don't, they do. They're just going through it right now. 
and he ends up storming out. The kids get in a fight in school, and apparently, I don't know. They all go to detention, yeah. All the, I'm just thinking about the kids who don't play hockey who are in that classroom. They're probably like, what <laughs> is going on? Because <laughs> all these kids start fighting and pushing each other and throwing desks. And... They wouldn't understand. You have to be, that's, that's team stuff. But as hockey players do, one good fight, one good fist fight between all of them kind of <laughs> brings them back together. And the principal comes in to break it up, and they start quacking at her (laughs) which is this whole like theme through the movie is they instead of saying like the hawks thing is just saying win over and over that's their chant Mm -hmm. they're quacking they quack because they're ducks (laughs) and they all go to the principal's office well bombay comes back to the school and he explains everything and he's like i was being sarcastic you guys would know you should know i'd never say that about you And I want to coach the Ducks and we are going to go to the playoffs and we're going to beat the Hawks. And I don't know, they they rally back together and they're like, yeah, we can do this. And they end up getting back together to play, uh, to keep playing. Mm -hmm. They do a really good job. They start blowing teams up in the playoffs. Then it comes down to that showdown with them and the Hawks. Which it's crazy that somehow they still well, had... Well, it, it came down to the tournament. They didn't win for the season, but they had to win so many games to get a spot to be into the playoffs. Yeah, they did say that all but the last two teams would make it, and one of the teams had dropped out. So they had to at least beat the second-to-last team in place, which mm. they ended up doing. I can't remember who it was, the Huskies or something. Whatever, they yeah. beat them. And they get to go to the playoffs. They get to face the Hawks. And it's the big showdown that we've all been waiting for between Coach Bombay and Coach Riley. And Riley is, he still is way too full of himself and thinks that they've got this in the bag. And he was bound in a tournament to not only uh, embarrass them, but to make sure that none of them wanted to come back. He told the two kids that were friends with Banks at the beginning to take him out. Well, he does Banks actually go to the Ducks at this point and he has to yes. play for them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's pl- it's play or sit. Mm-hmm. So they told yeah, they told him that if he continued to play for the Hawks, he'd have to forfeit, uh, forfeit every game that he played for. Yeah, he c- he couldn't he would forfeit his season. Mm-hmm. Which he and his dad was going to pull him. The parents are way too into this too because the dad when they were first telling him that uh, Banks is playing in the wrong team that due to the the way they rerouted the districts he's, he, a hawk, he's now a in district five and his dad is like I will pull him and he won't play hockey anymore before he plays for the Ducks or anyone besides the Hawks his brothers were Hawks and all his friends are Hawks and I'm just like you guys are way too serious but the unfortunate well, truth is that there are actually parents <coughs> like that yeah I'm sure we'll be like that oh okay <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> Not me. You can if you want. Probably. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> but it, yeah. it's just, it's like that. Like when you're a parent and your kids have played with the same kids, imagine taking that kid and just sticking them somewhere else. I understand that, but it's the pompous attitude that the dad has that drives me nuts. He's like, he'll always be a hawk. I don't know necessarily if it was, if it was pompous. I think it was you're springing all all this on us now after he's already played for this team for this long 
I mean, it, that's... It comes as a surprise. I mean, I'd be shocked by that, too, if I was a parent. Right. It, but you also probably wouldn't have this kind of drama going on in the background. But this... Yeah, which he... I don't think he knew all that stuff. But No. Well, no, because you find out later when they're in Ducksworth office, you've got the dad oh, and Oh, that's Coach true. Riley. That's true. They're like, we're all good friends. And it's like, oh, that's convenient. <laughs> But they do get to go to the playoffs and they get to face the Hawks with Banks on their team. And Coach Riley had a uh, his philosophy, I guess, for his team is that uh, if you're going to win, you got to win big. Yes. Like if you don't win, win the big, score. there's no point in winning. Like He doesn't want to just beat them a little bit. He wants to absolutely destroy them. Yes. Which is awful. That's such it's, an awful way to look at it. Showing dominance. It is. It's bad. So now you get the the game, of course. And this is where, like I said, if you're not a sports person, this is where it kind of gets, but they do play the game. It's tense. <laughs> they try to take out Banks, his own team, right? Yeah, not his own team, his old team. Well, that's what I meant. The Hawks try to take out Banks, which what kind of friends were they anyway if they're willing to knock you out like that? Yeah. They were doing their job. They even say that. They have roles on the team. They did their job. It kind of really sucks, too, that the one big one looked like Bill Lambeer, <laughs> which I don't know you know don't know who the hell I'm talking about, but Bill <laughs> Lambeer was an enforcer that played for the Detroit Pistons when they were the bad boys. Uh-huh. So he was the guy that knocked people out of the air and stuff like that. He he laid hard shots on people. Like He's famous for fighting Charles Barkley and Larry Bird, and he's famous for uh, trying to intentionally hurt Michael Jordan. Mm. Well, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, truthfully, this, that whole move about having the Hawks hurt their former player, uh, Banks kind of gives me, um, karate kid vibes. Sweep the leg. That's Mm -hmm. what I think. Yeah. (laughs) He's really, they're trying to do as, and the thing is you can get away with a lot of physical contact in hockey. So that's on, to their advantage because yeah, you're allowed to rough people up yeah i i don't even know how far you can go honestly before it they call it they let them fight they don't call penalties i mean you'll get put in the box for stuff like that yeah i guess it, it really just comes down to what they do to settle stuff mm-hmm. it's really hard because hockey is a sport like when guys start fighting that's when the game starts getting really good yeah that's when the the fans go crazy yes but that's for um adult for actual i'm sure they let kids do it too i would oh my god i don't we don't have any hockey teams bare knuckle boxing (laughs) um but yeah it it gets tense it gets down to the wire they're actually the ducks are putting up a fight yeah they hit that flying v too that they pull off the the signature move they've been working on Mm -hmm. the flying v the duck v (laughs) the duck v well when you think when ducks fly it's usually yeah it's a flying v but it's a flying V and it works. Surprise. <laughs> it did. It was a well drawn up play. They had really good strategy to play against the Hawks because they were outgunned. Well, and I think the Hawks uh, underestimated what they mm-hmm. could do. They thought it was just going to be a blowout and they were surprised to find out that they were actual competition. And you had guys that really uh, like really Brought their A game. Like Goldberg had to play tough the entire second half. Uh-huh. They had to play really good defense, which they did really good on on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know 
if people understand what I'm saying. They did a good <laughs> job of stopping the puck. But when they had to score, they had people that started stepping up on that end. Mm-hmm. So they were definitely a second-half team. Well, I guess a third, because they play it in, in like quarters. Third, in, yeah. So it would be fourth. They are definitely a third-quarter team, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to a, a penalty shot at the end of the game, doesn't it? Yes, because Bombay is having flashbacks where... And he has to pick his player. It came... It, that's how his game ended when he played for the Hawks years the ago. D. Is It was a penalty shot to win the game, and he missed it just by like a quarter of an inch. If it would have just been a little bit in, he would have made it. So... But that's also not fair because he just lost his dad and all that. He had a lot of stuff on his plate. Mm-hmm. But it's back down to that. Again, it's the Ducks versus the Hawks, and now the Ducks have a penalty shot that can win or lose them the game if they don't make it. It's Joshua Jackson. Oh, uh, our lead boy, Charlie. Yep, picks him to take the shot. Who has his single mom, no dad in his life. Coach Bombay and his mom are kind of sort of a thing, talking. And Charlie really is the leader of that team. He has he plays with heart Mm -hmm. he goes out there and plays every game like it's his last but the difference is when Bombay was young and it came down to his penalty shot coach Riley told him if you miss a shot you are a loser and you'll never play for the Hawks again like he made sure to tear him down before he even got out on the ice like he let him know that if you miss not just let me down you're letting your whole team down yes And the difference is Bombay has his one-on-one conversation with Charlie before he goes out there and he tells him, if you don't make it, it's okay. Like I'm not, it's not a big deal. They have a very heartwarming, not, I mean, almost father son moment because he's turning into a father figure to him too off the ice. Right. And he tells him, I'm proud of you no matter what happens after this point. And it, it made all the difference because then Charlie goes out there hits his penalty shot, and like any good underdog story, he gets it. Yeah. And they beat the Hawks. The underdog wins. Uh-huh. A Best good... story to be told. <laughs> David, Sl- David slays Goliath. Well, it would suck if they didn't. You know, all that build up and then to still miss it. <laughs> well, you have movies where the hero loses. And I don't remember, this is where I get fuzzy, If how Coach Riley reacts if he is even humbled by it or if he's, I believe he, he just shakes hands and he leaves the ice. He's still a, a jerk about it. Yeah. Essentially. He's not, he accepts it as little as possible. Right. That they lost. That's as close as he'll get to accepting it. But you have, you know, they, they've won the game and <laughs> everyone's happy. And Bombay, actually there's a little bit left. You get to see Bombay, uh, get called to go play for a hockey team. Yes. He's going to go try give it one last try to make it as a pro hockey player. So working with the kids and getting back into hockey <coughs> has renewed his love for the game. And he's worried about it too, but he's going to give it another shot. And he does tell the kids he'll see him next year. Mm-hmm. He does. And that wraps up the movie. I'm a humongous fan of mighty ducks. Uh, you get a song by the outfield, which everybody knows the outfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, I do like the outfield. Your love, yeah, because he's on a vacation <laughs> far away. They sing uh, "Winning It All." That's a really good song in the movie. On, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, Mighty Ducks is one of my favorite 
sports movies. I it's in my big collection of movies, like sports movies. It is good. There were some silly parts to it, but it's a kids movie too. I know it's mostly the beginning that just where it shows the kids being little hellions. That's the part that I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the one kid I told you he annoys the crap out of me. That uh, what's his Alfred or something like that. Alpha, uh, I don't know. I just made it up. Whatever. It starts with an A, and he's the one. Averman. Something like that. He's like off to the side doing the hey, better, better, hey, better, and they're like, you know what he's doing there? That's Rob Schneider from uh, Saturday Night Live. It's annoying. Yes, is what it is. (laughs) Um. Anyway, that wraps up the actual movie. So I guess you can hit us with some trivia now if you'd like. There's a lot of trivia about this movie. Joshua Jackson's part almost went to a ton of people. The kid? <coughs> yeah. Leo DiCaprio tried out for it. Mm, how old would Leo... He would have been that age. I feel like he would have been... Really? Because when did Titanic come out? 97. Five years later... Uh, I, get, I don't know. That seems weird to me. Yeah, he auditioned for the part, uh, but he lost out to Joshua Jackson, but there's a lot of controversy around that because he also beat Jake Gyllenhaal. This kid did? Mm-hmm. Oh. The Joshua Jackson that would later go on to be in, what was it, Dawson's Creek? Uh-huh. That's what he became famous for. See, I think Leonardo DiCaprio would have been too old because he was born in 74, which would have made him eight. No. But, see, there's a lot of people I didn't understand how they ended up in the movie or even tried out for it. Like, Juliette Lewis even tried out for the part of Connie, but she lost. she lost that role. But I thought she was too old. See, that's what I'm saying. Some of these people, they seem too old for these parts. and I don't know if it's because of their... Well, at the time, they wouldn't have been that big of a name, though. So it wouldn't have... I don't think it would have been budget, either. Maybe. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Vincent LaRusso. Uh-huh. That plays Adam Banks. He only got that role because the kid they auditioned before that that actually got picked, he was insanely hard to work with, I guess. He became like a uh, diva God. right off the bat. Never acted in anything, but he was a diva right off the bat. It makes me think of uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the one kid who was like, I am ready. I've been ready. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> I <think> Action. <laughs> oh, uh, Charlie Sheen was offered the role of Gordon Bombay. Oh, yikes. But he uh, had to turn it down, so his brother took it on. There yeah. was so many people rumored to be uh, Coach Bombay. Even uh, Bill Murray's, who I read, read for it, but he 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 was deemed way too old, uh, which yeah, I kind of get that too. Yeah, I um, I couldn't have. Uh, no, I could have seen it, but yeah, he he's too old. The original D five uh, that the kids tape on their jersey, they bring that back on the Ducks jersey. It's okay. like people don't ever notice it because of the duck, but it's on there. It's oh. on the jersey that the duck, little the duck's wearing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So people that were uh, given rights to try out for the movie, you had Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, uh, Michael J. Fox, Bill Murray, and I'm thinking I'm trying to think of who the other one was. I read about it was someone else you would not expect. Just as different characters, right? Not, no, no, no. Are these Coach all Bombay. Oh. Which oh. the only other one I could really see being able to do it, maybe Michael, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, yeah. 
I think he would have been good for that. He'd have the right look. But I think he had to drop out because he was doing Doc Hollywood, which is another freaking great movie from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Which I think came out, out either before right before this or after this. I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, that uh, the girl that figure skates isn't really a figure skater. They brought uh, someone in that had to double her for like most of the movie. Because I don't even remember her talking that much in this. I wondered if these kids had doubles. Part of me is thinking, like, for the actual gameplay, if they had doubles. Because they weren't super big names in the film industry. So, why else would they pick the kids unless they actually knew how to skate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know who Stephen Brill is. He He's kind of famous for a lot of the Adam Sandler movies. Okay, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. He wrote the movie, uh, but he wanted to play Bombay, but Disney was like, no. What? We're going to try to get somebody that's famous oh. to play this role. <laughs> Got to have some kind of draw. <coughs> because Disney was really worried about losing money on this movie. Because they had le- released a bomb just before this, too. Oh, I can't remember what movie it was. I'd have to find that again. Uh, it was, it was uh, something I had read earlier. Oh. Uh, this movie uh, created the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it spawned the cartoon, The Mighty Ducks, which has nothing to do with this. They're oh. actual ducks that are like superheroes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not forget, it's it spawned two sequels and a, like, a series on Disney now. A Disney Plus. That's right. The um, What is it called? Game Breakers. Is that it? Something like that. That sounds... That doesn't sound exactly right. It is something like that. Watch you look it up and me be right I'm because look. I'm always right. <laughs> Mighty Ducks Game Changers. <laughs> I was close. what I say? Game Breakers? Yes. <laughs> close enough. I knew something wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> they really wanted uh, this movie to be a lot darker. They had to change the script multiple times. Why have we ran into that with a couple of movies? Because Disney wants to Disney stuff up. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because they the the original story was going to heavily uh, rely on Bombay being an alcoholic. Ooh. But they took that element completely out of the movie. That's why you only get it for a second. Like it literally happens. He goes to um, court, then he's going right into coaching. That's true. So like showing up drunk and stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. I. I was trying to think of who, um, who was it? Kenan Thompson? Uh-huh. That's in the sequel? I think so. He uh, tried out for this movie, did not get it, but would end up with uh, Aaron Schwartz and Sean Weiss in Heavyweights. Yeah. Which also got him put into the sequel to Mighty Ducks. Huh. Well, because he hadn't quite taken off yet, right? He hadn't gotten into like Nickelodeon and stuff. Right. At this point. Right. He uh, he kind of, to me, Kenan Thompson really took off with uh, Mighty Ducks. Really? Being, no, I, don't, I take Same. that back. I think it was more heavyweights. But his career really took off when he showed up on All That. Then from that's All That with Kenan and Kel. That's when I saw him was All That. But that's my age group, so. Oh, Stephen Brill also uh, was so unhappy with how things went with Disney. He sued them. Twice. What, with the way they produce this movie, or? Uh, 
some kind of detriment to the script, and he wanted royalties over a bunch of stuff that he felt he was owed. But he signed all those rights to Disney. So I don't know where he thought he was going to win. You know Disney's got the best lawyers out there. You're not going to beat them. Yeah. I mean, he ain't got the license plate that says just win. That's Bombay. (laughs) (laughs) But this movie shot for, didn't shoot for as long as I thought. It shot from January 22nd until April 11th. That's like no time. So they, did they actually do it like on site where it was cold? Yes, in Minnesota. Okay. That's good. Because that was the same thing I asked about Grumpy Old Men, because you can't have all that fake snow. That's a lot of snow. <laughs> yeah, they brought in uh, Brian Holfield, mm-hmm. uh, which he is famous for rewriting scripts. He got brought in, I think, I, I'm trying to think, I read something crazy. He got brought in like six different times to rewrite stuff. I oh. think that's how that dog scene got added. Oh, a silliness. Because I don't, I don't believe it was in the original uh, script. Hmm. Interesting. The title of the movie actually is a reference to an old Twilight episode, The Mighty Casey. I'm not, I don't know if I've seen Which that Stephen one. Brill, if you know anything about Stephen Brill, he's a big fan of science fiction. Okay. Well, that's weird to have that, to, to have that tie, like where the, the name came <coughs> from, but it has nothing to do with science fiction. <laughs> yeah. Any other fun facts you'd want to share? Well, the last one I got is, you know, Gordon Bombay, to leave, he gets off, he gets on the uh, Greyhound. When he comes uh-huh. back in the sequel, he's coming off the Greyhound. Same bus. Continuity. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, Disney will get some stuff right. Because there, sometimes when, when stuff is missed in movies, it can be glaring. I mean, that's a little thing that's for... I think for really <laughs> not diehard fans, but really big fans of the movie would probably catch that right off the bat. But if you're just a casual watcher. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Emilio Estevez has talked about this multiple times. He still can't believe that the movie has a following and it has the popularity it has, but it had a humongous spike when the series sequel came out. Like I remember as a kid, when the the sequel came out, mm-hmm. that was a really fun time to be alive. Cause there's so many good like Disney and, kid movies that came out during that time you know and he did i mean if you haven't watched the series yet i'm whatever this is a spoiler i guess but yeah he did the first season of the game changers but then didn't go on to keep doing it it was all over the whole covid thing oh he just didn't like how they were handling it yes okay that's i I, I completely understand that right i mean came out of retirement from acting you got he saw things as being unprofessional, left again. Kind of like what, what happened with Rick Moranis. He comes um, out of retirement. It doesn't even last two weeks. Already retired again. Why? Um, <coughs> how long had he been out of acting? Emilio? Yeah. He was just directing small things. But uh, if I remember right, his last movie came out in like 2005 or six. It was like a passion project movie. He did with his yeah. brother. It's about 15 year break. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's still decent, a long time. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. Well, <coughs> I guess uh, we can rate it Sorry now. Sorry about that. Uh, the first thing we're going to rate it on is rewatch. 
Rewatchability, uh, probably three and a half. Well, you were quick to answer that. Yeah, three and a half, four. Yeah, I'll give it a three just because I wasn't a huge fan of it growing up. I watched it, but it wasn't something I like fell in love with. So if it's on, I'll watch it, but it's not something I like jump for. So I'll give it a three. I'm also a humongous fan of how um, this kind of uh, movie has had a resurgence. Uh-huh. You see a lot of... <laughs> Hit my nose off the mic, sorry. <laughs> <coughs> but seeing a resurgence with these movies has been really fun. Mm-hmm. You see uh, they're going to remake a lot of things for Disney, make them in the series, which uh-huh. makes sense because Disney can't just keep remaking movies because those only last for so long. Right. Well, the second thing we'll rate it on then is... The legacy, legacy, of the Mighty Ducks. Um, I think I'll give it a four two because it's it's got a huge following. It's got a bigger following than I thought. People post about it every damn day, and it has a podcast dedicated to it. See, I was gonna say a three and a half because as far as like <coughs> being really in the limelight, it took a backseat, and then all of a sudden it showed back up on Disney Plus. So it has garnered new a new audience, but I also didn't know like there's a lot of things that happen with the rights to this. So that'll oh. stop anything dead. Mm-hmm. If they wouldn't have been able to get some of the characters to come back, even for a cameo, and get Emilio Estevez, I don't think it could have happened. Mm-hmm. But because they did all those things, they were able to come to agreements on stuff. Mm-hmm. We got this new series, and the new series isn't bad. I really like that first season a uh, lot. Uh, the Game Changers? Yeah, Game Breakers. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It's definitely for a, a younger audience. I say that it, it's more modernized, a yeah. more modern audience. Yeah, like I mean. they definitely take a, have a take on cell phones and mm-hmm. podcasting, yes. uh, PC stuff, all that kind of stuff. But I think they do a good job with it. They did. They did. I won't argue that. Well, the last thing we're going to rate it on then. What did you give it? I gave it three and a half. Did I give it anything? You gave it a four. <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay. Last thing we're going to rate it on is uh, the look and feel. So how it, uh, the soundtrack and the set I'm, and all that. I'm a big fan of movies uh, about sports. This movie has a great to it when it gets to the actual hockey parts and when Gordon's playing as a kid or training. I mm-hmm. gotta give that I'll give that a four. I'll give that a four by itself. I'm gonna give it a three only because there are some things that have obviously aged as far as the look goes. And it's the 90s you see. That hair man. Some of the like Charlie's hair he looks like he's wearing a helmet. <laughs> it was the 90s I you know. see. The soundtrack track really didn't do much for me. I can't like pull any one thing from it that I'm like, wow, that stood out. Except for the freaking sped up part. Uh, winning it all by the outfield. I pointed that out earlier. Yeah, but that's the only thing. There's really nothing else. It's just generic. Winning it all gives it a, a, a boost by itself. I'm going with a four. I'm still giving it a three. <coughs> it, uh, I mean, it's a '90s movie, and it looks like a '90s movie, mm-hmm. and a great but 90s it's movie. it's good for nostalgia. Very. So Overall, that, this movie's probably a three and a half, a four. I'm going to give it a three overall. It's okay. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not great. 
I did it again. Man, I don't. Did my nose like grow? I'm confused. I don't know I that keep Pinocchio. Knocking it off the mic. Pinocchio. I don't know. Well, unless you have any other uh, last comments, I'm ready to wrap people, this up. People, especially people with kids, you should definitely watch this movie. I will say that it's fun for kids. Very, 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 very. Mm-hmm. And it's it does have good morals and stuff to watch as an adult. You're like, oh, how touching. Because especially from Bombay's perspective, if you were a kid who grew up loving something and you had someone crush that for you, it kind of mm-hmm. helps you realize that there are second chances for everything. Yeah, they do a really good job with that in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to wrap up the Mighty Ducks. Oh, that was fun. It was fun. I like the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> so I have a Mighty Ducks hat. Stick around. You can check out our teaser for next week's episode. Should be okay. I hope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I Let's guess. Let's try it out. All right. Bye. Bye. Next week on the Retro Club. why are you so loud babe i will say i got pretty annoyed with that song really fast that song was annoying anyway yeah i can't say i liked it i guess it wasn't i don't know <laughs> Just this don't. that that song alone made bill murray hate harold ramus for three solid decades up until that man died this song only, nothing. That's else. what I'm going off of. That's why. I, okay. That that's 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 me. That that that's my gig. That's what I'm going with. I don't know about that, but mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at Retro Club Pod, or visit our website at retroclubpod.com. For episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.